mentioned though the first time alan where you just run up to someone and you just do something terrible and they look at you and just go mccavity and you run away mccavity 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 welcome to undercooked mccavity (laughs) (laughs) well you'll have to let me know when you do get a chance to see rise of skywalker what you think of it because i have thoughts but i'm not going to share them i heard that anymore uh this new movie uh little women is actually really fucking good just came out. Oh, the new the new version. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I heard it's really good. Ah. you but. know what blew my mind when I realized it took me years to realize this, but that all the uh, the Poe sisters in Ocarina of Time are named after the Little Women: Meg, Joe, Amy, and Beth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, David, and especially ever, uh... if if you watch Little Women, is there a scene where Meg splits into like multiple clones of herself and laughs at you, and you have to figure out which one's the real I haven't Meg? I've seen the movie. I read the book, and that never <laughs> happened in the book. <laughs> Um. <clears throat> so has any have you seen has anyone here seen the trailer for the Call of the Wild? No, Gracie has. There's a trailer for it. Oh wait, is that the one with um? Is that the one does that also have um? Oh my god! No, no, it's, no, 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 it's, no. it's Harrison Ford. It's not. It's not what you're thinking, David. That's another movie. That's like uh, y- the movie you're thinking of is the one on Disney Plus, and you're that's the one. The one I keep seeing trailers for that is that one with with William with Defoe? Defoe. Yeah, that's not it. That's a, okay. I didn't know there was a Call of the Wild movie. I would watch a Call of the Wild Wild movie if it had both Harrison Ford and. William I Defoe read that in it. book when I was in middle school and absolutely hated okay. it. I I mean maybe I might read it now and love it, so, but I there's... fuck thought that was the worst fucking book I ever read when I was in middle school. <laughs> so there's a new there's there's a Call of the Wild movie coming out, uh, and uh, I, I welcome you all to watch the trailer because it stars Harrison Ford. And uh, a very, very obviously CGI dog. Uh huh. And uh, does the dog talk? No, but uh, it's it's I it's it's led to this theory. Uh, it's Harrison Ford and his dog companion going on adventures, <laughs> and it's led to this theory that this is actually Han Solo, and, and he hallucinated all of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this is not a bad transition. He was having a fever dream because he was out in the snow. The, and, that the, uh, and that the CGI dog is chewy. <laughs> uh, this isn't a bad transition into uh, the girl in the ice, our SCP story discussion. Oh, yeah. Welcome to welcome back to the foundation, everybody. Hey, uh, Gracie got us in with a few choice snorts. Uh, this time we gave them an Amazon gift card and... Um, I don't know. The foundation staff seem pretty excited about that. Well, the reason why is um, one of my new discoveries I have just discovered um, with the SCP that I have right now on my lap is the fact that her ears can flap and they can help her fly. She, I feel like she's evolving like a Pokemon. Like she just gets new powers as she goes along. She is a strange SCP. Have we ever had to make her forget any moves? Because that's how it works in Pokemon. No, not yet. She hasn't learned enough to um, forget a move yet. But like the fact that she has learned how to flap her ears and fly is become a new development. And since I'm her caretaker, so she knows snort, snort to let doors lick, open, but uh, growl, growl and fly. Yep. 
she basically is a Pokemon. Uh, but let's be honest, the best reason for being in the SCP Foundation is these uh, this drink machine. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah. Wait, is this gone? No, there should be still some. There's in like there. a little F you like down. <laughs> I was I was thirsty. You could, j- Kayla. You can just get another from the machine. I didn't realize you wanted that much Hennessy. Ha! We're referencing a joke that didn't make an episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's okay. One of these days, we'll uh, we'll do that episode again when like two or three years have passed, and no one will be the wiser <laughs> except for us. We, oh, I feel so bad. We were that was like good three hours of recorded. It was episode. a really good episode. Uh, down the train, never to be heard from again. <laughs> totally redacted. Thanks, SCP. The redacted SCP redacted edition. At least I didn't upload that as a Patreon extra, like I did the one with uh, where Gold influences the selfish. There was this fan, the fan fiction that I think it was was that, that was me and and Beth and uh, and Skillfully. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So. Anyway. Uh, we're here, and it's, this is the first, uh, UCA episode of 2020. Uh, we came Wait, back this to... Is found- the, oh, yeah, 2020. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking exactly. about? Exactly. This is the first UCA episode. Ever. We've got, we've gone back in time. Episode it is 2014. One. Episode one. Alan is here with us as we sit on my bed, uh, in, in the morning. Uh, that we, we encountered a time traveling SCP. That's why. Um, you and I are not, you and I have only been dating for a few months, Kayla. Jesus Christ. Uh, so we're going to be reading if, Laughing uh, Jack. and No! If, you, if you've only been dating for a few months, why did we just wake up in bed together, as you just said? Because, <laughs> again, it's been a few months, but they've been good. They've been some good months. <laughs> I'm David. I'm Kayla. I'm Alan. And we're and uh, we're going to talk about, I think one of the reasons we're back is because we've heard about some really good SCPs from our old friend Lord Bung. Yep. Uh, we're now on episode four of Confinement, uh, The Girl in the Iceberg. Um, this is the episode that made me confirm, yeah, this guy was a big fan of the Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> Volume 2 soundtrack. <laughs> like, he had, uh, uh, he had, um, oh my goodness, what was the last song that he used? Come a Little Bit Closer by the Jays. Uh, wait, the Jays? I think so. Or no, Jay and the American Jay and the Americans. Americans. Uh in the last one. And then he has two other ones in this one, which is uh Brandy, you're a fine girl. And um uh late oh goodness gracious. You're better at this soundtrack than I am. Well, so. I, I I listened to the soundtrack too. I I was a fan of it when it came out as well. Yeah, it's a good soundtrack. Honestly, the reason why I was so excited for the Guardians of the Galaxy movies was because I was like <gasps> Oh my gosh! When are the soundtracks coming out? I want to know what the soundtracks are because they're good soundtracks. So, mm-hmm. so uh, I can understand why he was a fan of them. Um, but uh, I'm especially more excited for these three um, SCPs that were uh, that influenced this episode because, um, well, one of them has to do with uh, a blunt, which is very fitting. Hey, what time is it? It's 420 blaze it. So <laughs> do I David, can you can future David Q uh and then I got high in the background? <laughs> just for a bit. <laughs> um and, and six underground. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> oh, oh, actually, you know what? Scratch that. The beginning of this episode 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 if you could do a mix between uh play uh un- fuck, what's it called? Underground. Fuck. Six underground. Six underground, and do a mix between six underground and and then I got high. 
That works. I will. I'll do that. Yeah. I'll do that at the beginning. Future. Or no, I can't do that. Future David. Future David will do that. Yeah. Thank, thanks, Future David. So, um, so we got 420J queued up. Now, do we want to talk at all about, um, the, ep- the, the episode itself, what we thought of it? This, this last episode of confinement? I like it. I like it. I mean, I, I like it a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what. <sighs> we don't, we don't, we, we get a little bit more insight into, into Connor, which is nice. Mm-hmm. We kind of learned about how he came to the foundation, which is really, uh, he was apparently as a baby left in the backseat of a car and, just someone found a pile of dead babies in the back of a That's car. That's a, hor- a horrifying image. And actually, um, uh, the music video he brought out with Anna, uh, Anna Patsu, Pansu, Anna Pansu, yeah. uh, doing the singing, uh, Fine and Nanny. There's actually a clip where cars would pass by and more dead babies appear in this car. And I'm like, what a horrifying but great image. Right? It's mess. It's crazy. It's a, it's a good, uh, the series gets more and more interesting. You start to find, you start to see a little bit more of, um, I mean, there was already implied earlier, but you get to see more of, um, of Connor and, um, oh my God, I can't believe I'm blanking on her name all of a sudden. Dr. Dr. Powers. Yes. Yeah. You get to see more of their kind of relationship. That's cute. It's adorable. And, uh, they're, they're smoking 420J, which we're going to talk about in just a little bit here. Um, any thoughts on this one though, Alan? Like, uh, I, all the stuff with the, or should we, should we hit it by SCP? Um, yeah, yeah, let's hit it, let's hit it by SCP. That's probably the best way to do it. Okay, so, uh, we're gonna start with SCP-420-J. Um. And I, I have a, I have a theory about the joke behind this one. Okay. That we'll get into as, as we read. Okay. So. Uh, should we read by, well, well, to start with, I guess, by, um, description or, like, each one? Yeah, we'll do that. Does each of us want to take a paragraph or a section or what? I'll start with the item number. Um, I take, take it from item number to um, to uh, object class. Okay. And then uh, and then Alan can take uh, special containment procedures, and I'll take the description. Sound good? Works for me. Yep. Cool. Okay. Item number SCP four twenty J. Object class. Awesome. Hey man, that's not a real class. You got to make it safe or something. Uh, Doctor M. Uh, yeah, you're right, man. It's totally safe. Dr. C. Object class. Dr. Redacted. Dr. Redacted. Object class. Totally safe. That's my theory. Uh, Just by their last names and how the cadence of their voices go, I think this is supposed to be Cheech Marin and Tommy Chong. Oh, God damn. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, fuck. That's brilliant. (laughs) Yeah, it would have the same number of syllables. Or some number of letters. Holy shit. In that case, who wants to be Cheech Marin? Who wants to be Tommy Chong for these Will parts? Cheech and or Chong report to the front desk? Wait, which one? Okay, I, uh, change and change, uh, who wants to be Cheech Marin? Who wants to be Tommy Chong for this? Are you saying, are you choosing one of us? Yeah, you guys have to choose which is which. Uh, I'll take, uh, um, I can, I can, I can do, I can do, uh, I can do Tommy Chong. All right, I'll do Cheech then. Cool. So when we get to the parts where it's clearly them being quoted, we can we can do those voices. Yeah. So why don't we since they're quoted a lot, maybe we should just do uh Kayla can do all the the other bits. Yeah, that I are can not. Do it. And then you and I can do uh the doctors. Good. <laughs> this is just great. Okay, sweet. You know, we we we're going to have a lot to talk about with the other two, but man, this is the one I'm excited about. Oh yeah, this is fun. <laughs> uh safe special containment procedures. We keep it down in room 
Redacted. In the basement building of Redacted, at site Redacted. The password is Redacted. Uh, so, uh, David's M, you're C, Alan. So, no, wait, I'm, I'm... Yeah, Cheech Marin. Oh, Tommy okay. Chong. Wait. What are you doing, man? You can't just tell everyone where you're going to keep the redacted, because then everyone's going to want to come and get some. Oh, I did not. Dr. M. Redacted. I did not expect you to do that. Holy shit. Hey, you, you can't say it in the articles, man. Oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, add shit to the... <laughs> oh, because oh, it's redacted the word shit, huh? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. Oh, I'm going. Okay, description. <laughs> Okay, so I got this stuff when we were down in Jamaica. Really strong stuff with lots of blue and red mixed in it. Good. It says redacted, but good shit, man. Me and... Oh, yeah, sure. Me and Marin... Oh, M. We were smoking (laughs) that stuff down there with redacted and skinny redacted when M says... He says to me... Oh, is that me? Yeah. Hey, man, we should take this stuff back and send it through that machine thing. Uh, oh, my fingers closed, sorry. Machine thing that changes things and makes things better. I almost went into the pasta shade there. I know. <laughs> I said that was an excellent idea, so we did. <laughs> oh, is it? Is that yeah, me again? Yeah, that's you. Man, we tried, it on very, we tried it on very fine first, and whoa, we were laughing for weeks. Sucks what happened to Redacted. Still funny as shit, though. This is so stupid. So we get this really (laughs) great blank out of the machine, and me and M try it out, and we're like, whoa, man, that is some excellent... (laughs) Could be Kush. Could be anything. I like shit. Shit's good. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then we used it all up and didn't have... uh, No, don't do this to me. How dare you? The the, the computers are on the fritz here at the foundation, probably because the people who programmed it were high. (laughs) Yeah. We are in that part of it, the foundation. <laughs> and then, uh, but we used it up, and we didn't have anything left but the seeds, and we figured we couldn't just get rid of them, so we decided to plant them and grow them, and then M was like, Hey, man, what about the dirt that makes shit grow real fast? And I said that was an excellent idea, so we went and got some dirt and planted the seeds in it, and oh, wow, man, this is some excellent shit. <laughs> Okay, so I'll just do... Uh, okay, I didn't realize some of the things, but for the most part, I'll do the... Because I'm realizing it's just other people, so I'll just do the other people. Uh, experiment log. Test one. Ah. Uh, no, not you. Yes, I am. No, Dr. C. We're in test one. Oh. Oh, okay. Sorry, I just saw the Dr. M. Okay. We should give some of this shit to that, like, big lizard thing. It'll totally mellow him. Yeah, man, but what if he gets the munchies? Jesus Christ. Test two. Man, uh, I gave some of this shit to Josie, and she chased her tail for, like, two hours. Uh, Real quick, going to take a look at Josie. SCP-529, this is a... Oh, Oh, it's half a kitty. It's half a kitty. Wait, 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 wait. She chased her tail... What? (laughs) I think that's part of the joke. No, animal testing of SCP-420J is no longer allowed. Junior researcher R has been identified in security footage, fleeting site redacted in a stolen maintenance vehicle with an SCP-420J affected canine. Further research pending. Director Jones. (laughs) Test three. We should totally give some of this shit to Iris, man. Man, quit trying to get laid with that shit. (laughs) (laughs) On this episode, me and Alan become Cheech and Chong. This is amazing. (laughs) It finally happened. Test 
Four. It's a it's a camera. SCP one hundred five is oh, Iris. Iris. Iris yeah. is a camera. It looks like a camera. It's also a, a safe uh, SCP. Man, there's so much that we we have we have material for eons, man. Oh, sorry, we're on what test are we on? Test four. Yes. Oh man, let's give some of this blood shit to. Oh, what's his face? That kick-ass guy. How bleep say, gentlemen? Your S, your uh, SCP four twenty J certainly causes one to experience the most extraordinary sensations. This, sirs, is indeed quite excellent shit. And then there's a bunch of symbols. Do that. <laughs> I assume that's fuck. I don't know. I don't know. I assume we'll probably have to read that SCP to know understand. Yeah. Uh, I'm clicking the link. This is kick-ass. Is SCP seven thirty two. It's it's a bunch of elite speak. Jesus Christ. That's what it is. It just says SCP said OVAR nine thousand It's 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 uh class is super elite Keter. Test five. <laughs> hey man, what if we gave some of this shit to that freaky statue thing? Why man? He like he's like already stoned. <laughs> but I'm Tish. <laughs> So literally every test is just them kind of contemplating what to... Oh my god, this is great. Dis- disciplinary review. Upon discovery of this extremely unprofessional behavior, all remaining samples of SCP-420J have been confiscated. Addendum. Can anyone tell me why Dr. Clef just walked in here demanding stir-fried noodles, pizza, corn chips, and dark chocolate? He was smiling too. What the fuck? Cafeteria staff. <laughs> Addendum 2. Oh shit, man. You even took the stash of seeds in my shit. <laughs> Sorry, man. I know that T redacted. I know a guy in T redacted. Addendum three. Oh, who <laughs> this wants- is, you can take this one. We're going to score some of this shit, says Dr. Fredrickson. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an SCP, by the way. Dr. Fredericks is an SCP? Yes, I guess. 423, huh? Uh, and apparently there's an extended log. Like this oh shit goes. Oh my god! Is there really? Yeah. Do oh my god. Do we want to keep going? Or? How much more is there? A four twenty J. Hey, listeners! If anyone, if anyone really, really enjoyed uh, David and I attempting to do impressions of uh, <laughs> Cheech and Chong, uh, subscribe to Patreon, and Demand you can it. hear an extended experiment log. Oh, that's uh, a- where we there do just go. that. There we go. All right, yeah, check that out. So what do we think of this? This might be my favorite SCP of all time. Really? Maybe not, pretty, though. It's pretty good. This is pretty good. I think I just like the excuse for me and Alan to pretend to be Cheech and Chong. Um, I actually, yeah. I do have a weird Cheech and Chong story. I might have mentioned this at one point, but when I was, I want to say like, oh, I must have been 14, 15 years old. I was doing summer school for a science class. And my teacher, I don't know, he brings up something, I can't remember, and I accidentally made a Cheech and Chong reference, and I was like, oh, shit, why did I do that? (laughs) And my teacher just stares at me like, how the hell do you know what Cheech and Chong is? (laughs) How old are you? Oh, damn. Well. Well. Well, well, well. These are the kind of things that happen, I suppose. I like the fact that it's not the fact that I know what Cheech and Chong is. It was for him. How does a 14 slash 15 year old girl 
know what Cheech and Chong is. You're too young to know Cheech and my, Chong. I knew what T- Cheech and Chong was, though, at 14, but that's because my dad yep. trained Cheech and Chong. Yeah, it, it's funny. Well, growing up, that was how my life was. I, um, basically, I, I made a lot of references or random references, and I just had so many teachers kind of stare at me like, you're too young to know that. Why would you know that? <laughs> like, that's that happened all that's the time. That's lame. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. And I'm opening up the next SCP. Yeah, Alan, I was about to warn you. I know. I went to that. There is a there is a puppet. Sorry, I went to warn you before you opened it. Open with care. There's a puppet picture, and it's actually it's pretty fucking horrifying. Oh, are you okay? Yeah. Wait, is this recording? Yes. Okay. Yes. Delete that part out. I will. God damn it. Um, um. Are you okay, Alan? Uh, Do you read quickly? The only reason we're touching on this is because this SCP appears midway through the episode. Let's talk about... He's, uh, there's a puppet that's controlling a um, scientist in the episode. Yep. Yeah. Just, just... Scroll up through the picture, just to... No, 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 don't scroll up to the picture, scroll away from... No, no, scroll from... past it, that's what I mean. Um, uh, do we want to... Let's do this paragraph by paragraph as before. For people who don't know, Alan has a puppet fear. I, I rightfully so with this fucking picture. It's a horrifying picture, God actually. Damn. I, that, that Not all puppets it. freak me out, but this one does, for sure. See, I had dolls stare down at me on a shelf when I was, like, 11. How did you survive? I have no idea, but you could... You Why is one of its eyes crooked? <laughs> I don't know. It's like me. It has a wonky eye. Why does it kind of have a Hitler mustache? <laughs> is that a Hitler mustache or just like a dimple with a shit ton of mud in it? I don't know. I don't, don't trust it to scroll past it. Okay. Uh, Do you I feel like to... it's still looking at me. <laughs> it's okay. We're going to put some some juju, some good juju on this episode to make sure no puppets happen anymore after this uh should we do what we did before you mean just uh no let's each read, grab a paragraph because these read paragraphs it, read are it long. And chong sure <laughs> <laughs> hey this is scp 174 man object class euclid it was safe but now it's euclid hey maybe we should give this guy a blunt that's good shit Special special containment procedures. SCP-174 is to be contained within storage unit 07 at site 19. Removal of SCP-174 from containment requires the approval of two level four personnel familiar with the entity. It is preferable to use personnel with high psychic resistance scales or scale scores when interacting with SCP-174. Oh, yeah, this is some scary shit. Mm Mm-hmm. All personnel in contact with SCP-174 are to undergo psychological evaluation. Those who display obsessive or protective tendencies toward the item are to be treated with Class B am- amnestics. Uh, yeah, we, we've mixed that up, but it's amnestics. Amnestics. And monitored for 72 hours. Jesus Christ. <coughs> Addendum to containment procedures. Blank, blank, 20 blank. Following Incident 174A, SCP-174 and the main chamber of Storage Unit 07 are to be monitored at all times via video surveillance. Abnormal activity must be reported to Dr. A immediately. <laughs> so now the Fonz is involved? Yep. Yes. And he's a doctor. Furthermore, a GPS tracking device is to be installed on SCP-174 in order to expedite recovery 
should the item translocate outside the found, outside of Foundation custody. Oh, cool! It's a teleporting puppet. My dream. <laughs> <laughs> It's Alan's worst nightmare come to life. Holy shit. Uh, This is uh, undercooked analysis where even the hosts must face their fears. So all you have to do is... So tell you what, Alan, we'll do do something about eye injuries and then we'll be even. Cool. Except let's not. Oh, we're totally doing eye injuries for you. God fucking damn it. SCP-174 is a wooden ventriloquil... Ventriloquil? Ventriloquil... Ventriloquil figure. Ventriloquil? Ventriloquil. I just normally I'm used to ventriloquist. Anyway, ventriloquil figure measuring 53 centimeters from head to toe with somewhat ragged clothing and slight damage to several sections. Judging by the item's style and state of repair, it dates from the early 20th century. The eyes and mouth of SCP-174 could be manipulated by means of a mechanism inside the figure. When viewed in a peripheral vision, subjects report on occasion that SCP-174 is looking directly at them with an expression of longing or sadness. Oh, Jesus. Fuck this story. (laughs) (laughs) When subjects look directly at SCP-174, this anomalous expression is not visible. Uh, uh. Viewing SCP-174 indirectly, such as in a mirror or a live video feed, appears to increase the likelihood of the effect manifesting itself. What? No! Oh, fuck! So if you, like, videotape it, it looks like it's... Ah! Personnel in the vicinity of SCP-174 report a general feeling of sadness or sympathy directed toward the figure. Fuck that! But cannot explain any reason for these feelings. Prolonged exposure can lead to personal personifying the figure to greater extents. Those with particularly low psychic resistance scale scores will, in some cases, begin to act as if SCP-174 were a living being. Example... Cradling it as if it were a baby. When informed of their abnormal behavior, all personnel revert to standard behavior patterns for at least several minutes. Uh, so this is just Slappy the Dummy. No, but Slappy the Dummy just comes to life. He uh, wasn't psychic. True. Hmm. He didn't influence people or okay. like, control their minds. Hmm. Uh, subjects who place SCP-174 on their hand reported, uh, report an urge to converse with it. When questioned, they frequently report that the figure is lonely and needs companionship. The subject will also begin speaking for SCP-174 and manipulating its expression. When speaking for the figure, the subject's voice will take on a higher-pitched, childlike tone. Uh, Mm. Recordings taken with high-sensitivity microphones have determined that at no point does the figure itself actually speak or make any discernible noise. Regardless of the subject's experience, the act will be almost perfect. Uh... The conversation will quickly move toward a discussion of the figure's emotional state, particularly in relation to its past. In most cases, leading to the retelling by the figure of a story of how it was abandoned or mistreated. No one story has ever been repeated, and therefore, which, if any, is true is unknown. I want to know how I got these scars. (sighs) Researchers have theorized that SCP-174 may have low-level telepathic abilities, as each story seems to be based around a theme that will have particular resonance with the current subject. Oh, jeez. Oh, good. <laughs> God, this is kind of... This is Good creepy. for you! This good for creepy. you! This is creepy. This is kind of... Like, this is genuinely creepy. I like it. <laughs> Past this point, subjects will grow great affection for SCP-174 and will attempt to protect it from people who come too close to try to interact with it, in some cases with deadly force, subjects will refer to SCP-174 as their baby or use similarly strong terms of endearment when, re- when referring to it. 
This effect persists for several... Yes, they might call it, this is my boo. Uh, <laughs> no. Boo. <laughs> boo this story. This effect persists for several hours as her FCP-174 and the subject have been separated. And at least one case... Uh, and at least, and in at least one case, the effect had not dissipated two <coughs> weeks after final interaction. Whether the subject would have ever would would ever have lessened is unknown, as the subject in question was terminated owing to lack of compelling reason for further study. Subjects who are completely isolated from SCP-174 will become paranoid as to the figure's safety and often undergo a mental collapse similar to that observed by mothers separated from young children. Class B or stronger amnestics have been shown to be effective in curing both the obsessive effect and the majority of the resilient mental trauma. However, almost all who undergo such treatment complain of feelings of loss and can become depressive. Fuck! Jeez Louise. Luckily this isn't a long one. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Hey, it's time for the experiment log. Who's ready for the experiment log? I am! Alan. Oh, is it me? It's you! Jesus. Or it's Gracie. You know, and Gracie's been here the whole time protecting us from the, you know, foundation staff who are trying to keep us from spilling secrets and everything, but well, she's she's being well, that's patient. The only re- she's the reason why they're not going to bother us. She's like- hitting them with her cute waves. Mm-hmm. She has those, too. Addendum 174.1. Experiment log transcription of video footage. Subject D14285. Female. 21. No history of violence. Crime. Supervising research, Doctor A. <laughs> so the supervising research is the Fonz. Confirmed. Yeah, yeah, we've confirmed that. So anytime we see Doctor A, it's the Fonz. Okay. So uh, location containment self A four researcher and staff observing from behind two way mirror site nineteen. D one four two eight five is ordered to place SCP one seven four on their hand. Subject does so after initial hesitation. After several seconds, subject begins a mundane conversation with SCP-174. After two minutes, the subject asks SCP-174, What happened to you? At which point, the figure begins to recount a story of how it was left behind and damaged in a house fire, and subsequently discarded by its original owner. Note, subject's records indicate that her house was the victim of an arson attack in 19-blankety-blankety. Hmm. Subject begins to console the figure and reassure it with standard positive statements. Figure remarks that it is lonely and wants to find friends. Subject begins to punch and pound the door with her free hand. When guards enter the cell, sidearms raised. The subject recoils to the corner of the cell, creating the figure and whispering to it. Exact words not picked up by microphone. Guards succeed in removing SCP-174 from the subject and leave the cell. At this point, the subject screams, They have him, my wonderful baby, and begins punching and kicking the door in a futile escape attempt. Side note. Uh. Fuck every bit of this. Oh my god. <laughs> Note, at this point, Dr. E ordered the experiment concluded. D14285 was terminated after attempts to calm her failed. This experience was one of the first conducted with SCP-174 before the efficacy of amnestics had been apparent. Mm. Had become apparent. You know, the puppet in in um the the the, the is in containment is a lot goofier. Yeah, he and the, is. The, you, it's not as terrifying the prospects of it, even though it's possessing a person. It, again, a lot of very the, loosely inspired by a, this. A lot of uh, the SCPs are loosely inspired. Yeah, we, I mean we established that before, and it's meant to be more. But it, I like I, I think it works because it's like you know it's both a tribute and a parody of oh, the absolutely. SCP Foundation, which is great. Uh, Addendum one seventy four two incident one seventy four a. 
on blankety blankety 20 blankety the fawns entered storage unit 07 <laughs> to find scp-174 sitting on the floor next to its containment unit looking directly at the main entrance door oh god the nope. door nope the nope. door no nah, i'm with alan nope the nah. door to scp-174 174's unit had been sealed shut with no access have been logged into the previous week after being replaced in the containment, video surveillance was installed within storage unit 07 as a precaution against future translocations. A GPS tracking unit was attached to SCP-174. I like how simple that incident is, and yet they're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's, uh, this is all That's bunch- good. Look, I like the story. It's creepy and eerie and I like that. But nope, all the nope this is. Don't nope. want that to happen. Nobody, nobody, nope, e- nope, I'm, nope. With, I'm with Alan. Like, that, like... I don't have a fear of dolls, but that's creepy. That's, oh God. It's when you add mind control and then you turn and it's suddenly, there's something moving that shouldn't be moving or something that's like making people saying, my baby. It's like, nope. nope. My baby. Okay. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's go. Let's, let's move to the main one, shall we? I, actually, Alan, what do you think of this? Despite. No. Just no. <laughs> Just no. Okay, we'll go to the I like next it. one. I like it. It's spooky. Nope. I like it. Nope. <laughs> All right, we're leaving Puppet Land. Nope. We're leaving Pee Wee's Playhouse. We're going to an iceberg. Are you happy? Sure. Cool. Uh, so this is the focus of the episode. This is the main reason we learned that, that Connor is, uh, is a quarter in- Inuit. Yeah, if I recall, uh, Lord Bun is also a quarter Inuit. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All right, this is SCP-1836. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, uh, same as last I, time? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Item number SCP-1836. Object class, Euclid. Bit. Oh, should I continue? Bash. Or Alan, go. I mean, you, you keep going. All right. All right. Special containment... Uh, excuse me. Special containment procedures SCP-1836 is to be recontained. Why is there... There's a, there's a footnote there. I don't want to read the footnotes. We'll get to the footnotes later. Within site 60, 60, 641, Jesus, which is disguised as an active ecological research station and wildlife reserve at... Uh, wow, I am burpy today, aren't I? <laughs> okay, well, that, those are good coordinates. At, yes, <laughs> at North 7413 West 9381, encompassing the entirety of the Cunningham Inlet. Why am... <laughs> I, I'm not doing that on purpose. I'm not. This is someone's fetish. <laughs> oh, shit. This is someone's, uh, 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 oh my god, why are you touching my shoulder? Why? We're in the money. <laughs> this is someone's ASMR. Yeah. The research station is staffed with full-time research team, with a full-time research team, and support staff include a classically trained Angakuk, sure, and a certified cosmologist. Cosmetologist, shaman of the uh, Alouit Yukpik uh, or Inupiat peoples, and then uh, amended by the request of the on-site shaman. So, oh, you can just tap the footnotes and it gives you a little oh, thing. Oh, so the first one, that first footnote. See um, incident one one ten dash six fourteen for full account details of containment breach. Gotcha. Okay. okay. A fifty kill myself radius. Of- <laughs> A 50-kilometer radius of protected waters is to be maintained around the site. These waters are to be patrolled by armed Foundation assets disguised as research personnel. 
or environmental activist elements. Trespassers are to be interrogated, administered level C amnestics, and released into the nearest settlement to be free. (laughs) (laughs) These people now can run throughout the wild. An access causeway is to be maintained into one of the caves that perforate SCP-1836. Access to the causeway is restricted to the site director, on-site shaman, and uh, cosmetologist. Additional personnel may be permitted by majority consensus on the personnel level, or the personnel with access, or by direct request of relevant level... (laughs) My brain. By my brain personnel. Level 4 personnel. In the event of hostile... This is going very good, you guys. What a great recording this has been. Uh, All the coughs and burps and shit. And me me stumbling over my life. In the event of hostile SCP-1836 activity, the staff shaman and cosmetologist are to enter SCP-1836 using the causeway and enact the Helping Hands Protocol. In the event of fail- Hold on, hel- helping hands broke off. See attached reference DH447. Okay. In the this is going to have some lore. Yeah. In the event of failure, Foundation personnel are to fall back and observe SCP-1836 until it enters its inactive state. At which time they will they are oh my gosh, really? At which time they are to mobilize MTF 89E Thomas Tomas's tuggers to tow SCP-1836 back to site 641. I'm not the only one who heard meow in yeah, that moment. I am. Why are we having cats flashbacks now? I, we're I not. I don't know. We, we, hey, future cat- David. Maybe it is. Can you me. just edit? Can you just edit together a bunch of our coughs and burps into just like a <laughs> big mass right now? <laughs> just so no, just so no one will ever want to listen to this episode. <laughs> I'll see what I'll see what I can I'll see what future David can do. Meow. This has become the worst episode now. This is the worst episode of, of undercooked analysis ever recorded, no doubt. Um, uh, it's on. It's on you. It's on you, wife. Update: The Helping Hands protocol has been found to have variable effectiveness. To date, the protocol has failed on several occasions to completely quell SCP-1836. Outbursts have occurred, causing three fatalities, Jesus, and 12 injuries. Injuries. Necessity. Wow. We are not on our A game tonight. None of us. No. Necessitating. Hey, I'm doing fucking great. Eat shit. <laughs> and Alan's been drinking, too. More than us. Man, and had to watch Catch. Actually, Alan, you're a goddamn champion. Yeah. He's the god of this so far. And had to conquer his fear of puppets. Like, he's doing 20 times better than any of us. He's a god right now. Maybe Alan should just read the rest of it. Just the whole thing. Just like, you know, Alan, not, I think he's so good. Not, you should just read the not, whole thing. I'm not doing that. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead, Alan. It's okay, God Alan. damn it. God damn it, keep reading. <laughs> of key staff positions. In order to maintain containment, of containment, the on-site shaman has been per- given wide discretion in regard to appropriate religion ritualistic tact to take when SCP-1836 become host- becomes hostile. Additional resources have been made available to facilitate containment. Fuck Are we me. stumbling through reading too much to keep track of what's happening? I, I, bad iceberg bad. That's all I know so far. There, I mean, it, unless, Alan, do you get more out of this? Right no, now? no, there's, there's, there's not, like, a lot going on. Yeah. No. Update! No, no. one gives a shit about Bigfoot. Sorry. Alan. Following the incidents of blankety-blank-blankety, no birds are allowed to enter proximity with SCP-1836 during the Helping Hands Protocol. All birds roosting on the gravel bar on SCP-1836 or within a 30-meter radius are to be chased off or exterminated. 
Birds exterminated in this way will be handed over to the on-site shaman for appropriate ritualistic disposal. God damn it. That explains the bird thing from the episode, too. Okay. Description. SCP-1836 is a green, non-tabular pinnacle iceberg peaking 90 meters above the surface, approximately 123 meters in length. It is estimated to weigh between 150,000 and 175,000 metric tons and extends approximately 450 meters below the surface. Submersible surveys of the SCP-1836 have revealed many large tunnels extending into the object. Aside from coloration, the, the object appears to be an ordinary iceberg. Core samples have revealed the iceberg is composed of ordinary ice. Algae and trap within the ice give the object its unusual coloration. SCP-1836-1 is a pod of ma- mammalian organisms of the order Cetacea. Ceta- oh, fuck. Yeah. Sure, Cetacea. Uh, you know what? I can. If he- Prass were here, I can hear Prass from. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Cetacea. Cetacea. I can hear Prass from New England right now going, fuck all of you right now (laughs) that are housed within SCP-1836. The pod is composed of several different species with fluctuating composition and number. The cause of these these changes in the pod's composition are unknown. To date, the pod has included specimens tentatively identified as members of... Oh, God. Yeah, have fun. Yeah, no shit. Bacillus... Saridae, Ambulocetidae, Acrophyceter, and (laughs) Urhinodelphinidae. I am butchering these like a motherfucker. Look, I'm not a scientist. And Mungo Jerry and Rumpelteaser. (laughs) They're a notorious couple of cats. Recently, Lapotis vexillifer has been cited during SCP-1836 activity. The, ne- the mechanism by which interspecies communication is facilitated by- between pod members is currently under investigation. The anomalous properties of the object manifest when maritime- marine ant mammals are hunted at sea or on the shoreline by any people who are not of Aluit, Yukpik, or Inupiat ethnicity within a 50-kilometer radius of the object. SCP-1836 will begin to accelerate towards the hunt until the object's reaches a speed of 35 knots. At this point, the hunt, the hunted mammals or mammals, the hunted mammal or mammals, now designated SCP-1836-2, will change bearing to head directly toward SCP-1836. If underwater topography makes, the comp- it makes this impossible, SCP-1836-2 will adopt the most efficient course to bring it within proximity of 18, uh, SCP-1836. If SCP-1836-2 reaches SCP-1836 before being overtaken, SCP-1836-2 will place the object between itself and the hunters. So... Don't hunt these things if you're not Inuit. Okay. Um... Neat. So I guess just David gets another turn then. (laughs) Wait, did I read right after Kayla? No, wait. Oh. Did you read twice? No, I read right after you. I took what Alan should have read. I'm a dick. You're a dick. I'm a dick. I'm retiring. This is your podcast now. Bye. Ah, fuck. <sighs> okay. We're just talking about cats now. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to uh, Undercat Analysis. Undercooked Macavitus. Undercooked Mastavitus. Uh, also Rumble Teaser. <laughs> are, is, it, is the movie as sexual as they say it is? It, it is be beyond horny. 
cool. Well, I want, well, I want to fuck my cat when I get home, like my non-existent cat. Yeah. Cool. You you will want you will want to purchase and fuck a cat. Nice. You want to read this? I, David has completely left the building, so. No. No. Oh, not without go, go, him. No. He has to come back. Okay. I think he's getting another beer. Oh. I can hear the fridge opening. I think is he coming back? So, actually, if you, <laughs> would you would you actually dedicate a whole episode, not episode, a whole podcast to cats? Well, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna be doing a full review, like as a video. <laughs> I am so down to watch this. You have no idea how excited I am for this. Um, so uh, there's a plug for you guys. Uh, uh, come join us or not join us. Uh, Go watch Alan's review of Cats when it comes out. I've come back. I've 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 come back humble. I'm I'm here. McCavity. To... McCavity. <laughs> <laughs> I actually changed my Discord name on one of the things to Cracked McCavity. Yeah, I, I'm the Rum Tum Tugger on Discord now. <laughs> uh, uh, say it what, is Mr. Mistopheles. What name should I go by? Oh, do you want to be Jenny Any Dots? No. <laughs> Do you want to be Skimble Shanks the Railway Cat? <laughs> do you want to be? Oh my God, I'm so sorry, Alan. I'll look, I'll look up Alan, cat names. Do you, do you want to take the next one or? As SCP-1836 is strictly ocean going, it can take no further action against landbound hunters. No, I'm not going to do a song. Um, <laughs> it's a musical now. If the hunter or hunters continue pursuing SCP-1836-2 with an ocean-going vessel. However, weird, weird okay. structure. If the hunter or hunters continue pursuing SCP-1836-2 in an ocean-going vessel, however, SCP-1836 will proceed to ram the hunting vessel until it breaches the hull. It will then extrude part of itself into the hull breach and expand, widening the breach. Ooh. Ooh. This process will continue until the vessel becomes structurally unsound and begins to sink, at which point the extension will retract. That sounds naughty. Yeah. Like, like a kitty. <laughs> this is how uh yeah this is how you make babies <laughs> i'm gonna get in you like an iceberg like scp 1836 gets into a ship oh yeah widen that breach <laughs> widen that breach is maybe the least sexy thing anyone has ever said <laughs> Actually, one of I'm my... gonna sink your Titanic. Oh, uh, that makes me think of that. <laughs> that's as <laughs> it'll. That's as sexy as ooh, the Titanic is about to go into that iceberg. Oh man, giggity, <laughs> giggity. Uh... Also, this this comes right on the heels of our announcement that we're releasing official uh, undercooked analysis sex toys. Uh, <laughs> the, the breach. We're calling them breach wideners. <laughs> Registered trademark. Yeah. All they're all shaped like icebergs and ships. Have have a Titanic shaped dildo. Have a tight have a whale of a time <laughs> in the bedroom yeah, with several, these SCP themes. They come they come in come in several sizes. There's a small, C-U-F. medium, there's there's the David King Kong. <laughs> There's the Alan Chode. 
wearing a pasta shade, which get what? Guess what? For some reason, is a butt plug. <laughs> but you don't need to take my word for it. <laughs> also, for some reason, if you uh, we have we have yeah, one, you're... if you click the button, a voice will go. Well, you'll get one of our voices going. McCavity. Your ass will smell like marinara sauce. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to walk away again. I swear to God. It's your turn, Gail. <laughs> Where am I? It's, what a dumb episode. This, this fucking, yeah. <laughs> if no marine mammals were killed or injured during the hunt, SCP-1836 will dislodge from the vessel at the, this point and drift away, ceasing activity. If any marine animals were killed or injured during the hunt, however, SCP-1836 will remain in close proximity to the sinking vessel. When the hunters evacuate the sinking vessel between 5 and 30 instances of SCP-1836-1... Oh, wait. Between 5 and 30 instances of SCP-1836-1 will emerge from the submerged portions of SCP-1836 and engage the hunters, dragging them into the submerged caverns within SCP-1836. The fate of these individuals is a matter of ongoing ex- investigations. Crossed out as expeditions in SCP-1836 are pending approval. Okay. Now, the simplify it. Let's simplify all this happened. This thing hates it when you're not uh, when you're not an Inuit and you kill uh, and you kill uh, animals within proximity of it. So it's racist, PETA. Yeah, basically. Uh, also, it'll fuck a it'll fuck a boat. It is. Since I totally, if you, if you if you are a boat. Uh, Get fucked. <laughs> doing, doing, doing hunting near the iceberg. This iceberg will straight up fuck you to death. <laughs> Alan, go. So, <laughs> any of any of you boats out there listening to this show? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so you, you, I was you, not prepared you, for any of this. So you hear that? Uh, what is it? The tugboat? What, what's that tugboat TV show? That kids tugboat TV show? There's a kids tugboat TV show. Yeah, it's like based off Thomas. Or if the you're Tank. just, if, or if you're just the professional wrestler tugboat, you or know, the, or the dog tugboat. Yeah, Paul F. Tompkins' best friend tugboat the dog. What is it? it it's <sighs> after a brief expedition into the interior of SCP-1836, a small central chamber was discovered. Within the walls of this chamber is the frozen, well-preserved corpse of a young woman of Inupiat ethnicity. The corpse had suffered injuries in the past and is missing its hands at the wrist. Only the head of the corpse is exposed to the open air. Due to safety concerns, only the on-site shaman and cosmetologist are to have access to this chamber. Okay, okay that's where she's from. Theodore Tugboat. That's the name of that Theodore show. Tugboat? Yeah, it's like a... It's a... Um, like, it's connected to Thomas the Tank Engine. It was from when I was a kid, so... Uh, David, I guess you go. Okay. Can... Can I ask something to make sure I'm not stupid? Sure. Is a cosmetologist like someone who does makeup? That's what I thought for a second, but I, I thought maybe they're talking about like cosm like the stars. Uh cosm yeah, cosmetology is yeah, that's a beauty school. Yeah, a cosmetologist is someone who does hair nail and makeup. What the fuck? Why is it there a person That what? makes no that makes sense though, because remember how the um <clears throat> The woman in the iceberg in the in the story had wanted Connor to brush her hair. Yeah, okay, it's kind of like that. So, is there is the cosmetologist like basically doing makeup and shit for this dead woman? Let's find out. Okay, uh, time for the uh, addendum. That would be you, David. Okay, interview. Oh, 
Oh, oh, oh, wait, This wait, is wait. another, this is another little, little who want, audio play here. Okay, who wants to be a full brush and who wants to be La Chatelier? Um, I'll, I'll be full brush just because apparently his name is Scout. I like that. Okay, and then, uh, David, you'll be La Chatelier. I'll do the full. Scout, Scout full brush sounds like the name someone makes up when they're trying to make up the fake name for a hero. Yeah, like. It does a little bit. It, it's like. It has a guy brush three points. I was to just going to yeah. say. I'll, okay, so you'll be last Chatelier. I'll do this. Okay, it, it, it could it could it could be a name in uh, Space Mutiny, is what I'm saying. Yes. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's Scout Full Brush. <laughs> Scout Full Brush. I could totally punch, hear that. R- punch Rock Groin. You do Big realize Michael Arch huge Smoke Man Muscle. You do realize I'm only gonna I'm only gonna picture this person as uh, as Red Brown, right? Good. Interviewed Terriac Last Chatelier on site shaman interviewer agent Scout Full Brush board. Following hostile activity by SCP-1836 on um, blankety-blank-blank, Tyriac Tyriac, uh, Lachatelier was called to begin the Helping Hand Protocol. After 80 minutes had elapsed, SCP-1836 ceased activity and Lachatelier emerged from SCP-1836 with injuries reminiscent of prolonged exposure to the elements and several bite marks consistent with human and dolphin jaw architecture on his extremities. His... Oh, his, not his. Uh, He provided the following debriefing to Agent Fullbrush after receiving medical attention. Begin log. All right, we're recording. (sighs) Let's begin, then. For the record, Agent Fullbrush debriefing T-Rock Schlachatelier. Schlachatelier. It's Teriak. We've known each other for a year now. I'm sorry, T-Bag. Fine, just... Inaudible. Right. Can you tell me what happened on blank blankety blank? What? Yesterday afternoon? Yesterday she just got a little mad at me is all. I'm terrible with a comb and I tugged too hard and she nipped me a bit. It's her way. Can you elaborate? Uh, Sure. Every once in a while the ivory comb gets stuck after I've burned the incense and dabbed her with sacred oil. I don't know how her hair manages to get so entangled that she's usually just sitting there. When you say stuck. Stuck. Like... When I comb her hair inside that frozen living room of hers, sometimes it comes to a knot and it gets caught. Do you comb your own hair full brush? It's in your fucking name. (laughs) It it, it works like that. If I tug too hard on my own, there's no big deal. But if I tug on her hair and sometimes I get nipped because, let's face it, I don't know what to do with that much hair and she's a sensitive lady. Well, I'm bald, so maybe not be a dick. Uh How do you normally you cope cr- with SCP-1836 when it reacts that way to your ritual? Well, your mustache is great. I mean, Thank, eh. thank you. Hmm. It depends on her mood. Sometimes I step back and wait her out. Sometimes I have to sing a little something, burn a different incense, offer a sled dog, you know, play cats on VHS. Sometimes she just wants me to leave. I think that I'm coming as a man into her house is... I think that I'm coming as a man into her house is disconcerting. Usually when you play... God damn it. Usually when you placate her, you are supposed to look like a fish or send a fish with the comb in your stead. Right. Is there anything the Foundation can do to improve your ability to control SCP-1836? No. Can you, be, can you be a fish? I, what do I look like, Mr. Limpet? No. There's nothing you can do to improve control, but you people just don't like listening to that. 
So then. You can help me by giving me another pair of hands to help me out. Preferably one who knows how to deal with long ladies' hair. Get me a hairdresser. Oh, and untie my hands with pre-ritual preparations. Not every one of her, her outbursts is the same. She's got feelings, even if she isn't willing to tell you qual not, because you, you can't be bothered to learn how. So, formally, you'd like to request an assistant with hair care experience and greater operational latitude. Yes, that sounds about right. I'll get the paperwork, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's oh, cool. Uh, there's, uh, there's more... Oh, uh, uh, to the incident report. Whoa, Whoa, there's a lot. Can we can we power through it? Even though this has been kind of a an adventure. Uh, edit this out. I have 13 percent left on my phone. Oh crap! In that case, I, I would be recording on my laptop, but I left it at a friend's house. Uh, dag yo. Can we do it? It's pretty long. Yeah, let's stop here then. Or yeah. That, that. So there's there's an incident report here too, and I would love to get into that too. But we are. I I think. I think we're both all kind of like, eh, with the story. Well, I know the story's uh, not like bad. It. I actually like this one a lot. It's okay. I mean, I think what, why I can understand it as much as I do is because of confinement. It's just kind of, eh. I think the, one of the interesting things is this is a woman who likes to get her hair done. And they said, we need someone with full hair care experience. That's why they brought in a cosmetologist. And that's the interesting part of it. But, um... It, I mean, I don't know. There's not really a uh, style to it that makes me interested as much as the other two. Like, the first one is definitely a humorous Cheech and Chong feel. The second one is very eerie, and I like this. This one is typical, like, this is a dangerous thing where marine animals come and try and kill you. And it's interesting. I mean, this, the the story itself is interesting. I just think the way it's written itself is kind of... Well, that's... that. That's. I feel like this is one of those examples where, like, you get what's going on, and but they're having to re- explain it in the most complicated and re- scientific way possible. Yeah. And that kind of I think almost they, dis- distracts from what the SCP actually is. Yeah. You know? I think they go a little over top with the scientific stuff here. Some some SCPs, I think, balance it a little better. Mm-hmm. I think the idea itself is cool, and I actually enjoyed when we were getting into the um, the interviews, which is a shame because, like, I think this next incident report, reading ahead a little bit, looks kind of cool. Uh, maybe we could hit it another time. Yeah, we could the incident report time. before we move into uh, the next the next round of uh, confine of uh, confinement. Yeah, we'll keep that on the back burner. So okay, but yeah, I liked it. Okay, I, I did too. Cool, um, and I and I like what uh, confinement does with the same idea because it has one of those again. It has a mo- another another char- little character building moment for for Connor, which is fun. Mm-hmm. And he's connecting with someone who, I mean, he's a quarter into it and he's starting to learn a little bit about <laughs> with someone. And that one of the interesting parts is both characters say uh, realize they're orphans in one way or another. So. He's also connecting with someone else who feels trapped in a weird way, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of cool. Um, so, yeah. Uh, hey, if you stuck with us through this episode, thanks for listening. Sorry if it didn't seem like we were on our A-game, but we weren't on our A-game. <laughs> so you, you get what you get. Um, but but thank you for your support. And I wanted to say, just in case he's out there, thank you to Lauren Bung for producing a cool series that helped uh, kind of spur us to read a few new SCPs that we hadn't read before. Obviously, we'll, we'll do other SCPs in the future that are disconnected. I kind of want to do a proper roundup again someday. Uh, but this is kind of a nice direction to go, I think, with, uh, with this series. Um, finding, seeing the inspiration of this, this web series. 
Um, if you want to check those out, those are on YouTube uh, for under Lord Bung's channel. Uh, worth looking at uh, if you haven't before. And uh, I'm sure there are other plugs I could throw out there. But why don't we? Do we want to give these this uh, this last one our our freshness ratings? Uh, yeah, sure. I, I will give uh, the first story a uh, four out of twenty. <laughs> um, uh, the puppet one, uh, no, nope, <laughs> makes sense. And I'll give this one um, a uh, a scout out of full brush. Ooh, nice. very good. I give the four, the first one a um, uh, the fattest blunt you've ever smoked in your life. The second one, a twenty doll staring at down at you um, at your bed <laughs> at night. Yeah. And uh, the third one, a um, damn it, Jim! I'm a doctor, not a cosmologist. <laughs> um, I'll give the first one a cheech out of Chong. Give the second one, um, second one a uh, send that thing to the swap meet immediately. And a uh, and the third one. The girl in the iceberg, I will give a T-Rock. Nice. You know what I just realized? What? We went that whole time with Dave, David uh, uh, being off mic, and neither of us said Dave's not here. <gasps> okay, yeah, that's kind of shocking. I'm disappointed yeah. in both of you. I literally walked out expecting that to happen. I was downstairs pouring myself a glass of water thinking they're going to do the Dave's not here thing. I'm, no. I'm so sad now. Nope, too bad. Uh, well, hey, we are here for you if you're listening to this show. Hey, and if you like what you hear, even if you don't like what you hear, feel free to give us a rating and review on iTunes <laughs> or Apple Podcasts as it is now. Wow, I'm stuck in the past, apparently. It's just, just we're barely into 2020. Um, and uh, feel free to, uh, you know, any, any bit helps the show out, gets us a little more attention. YouTube is dead uh, to us. So uh, this is the best way for us to get, uh, you know, the word out about the show and about Midnight Marinera. Uh, if you want to check out some of the other stuff we do, we have a variety of things on the Creative Horror Network. Shows like The Witching Hour and Trick or Track and Darkly Lit, uh, just to name a few. Um some of some of the some some new features will be coming to UCA pretty soon. If you want to submit stories for us to read on this podcast, reading critique, you can email them to us at midnightmarinera at gmail dot com. Uh, if you are a patron, though, uh, please send us your stories, and we will make those a priority. That's one of the benefits you get as a patron, is you get priority reading on the stories. And if you are a patron, please uh, check the Patreon. We are I'm asking for suggestions about things for the future. I want to do a little bit of restructuring of the Patreon to better reflect the way we're doing the shows now, and to offer rewards. Uh, well, that's two weeks later, we'll have a new episode. Yeah. That's how it goes. Maybe, Hopefully, it'll be about the lighthouse. Fingers crossed. Yeah. We need to get a lot of people together for that. Anything you'd like to plug, Alan? Um, I I potentially have a new YouTube channel uh, where I'll be doing reviews. Uh, it might just be called Alan's Recommendation, Alan's Recommendation Corner, or something to that effect. It might just be called Alan called Alan Reviews a Thing. <laughs> but the first video that's going to go up is going to be my extended review of Cats. Oh boy! And I am so down for this. Yeah, we got to leave this foundation before they realize how crazy we are. I mean, we, I I think one of the reasons we're off is we all took a little hit of 420J before we started. I didn't want to say anything, but, you know, just a, just a smidge. 
but the walls have been melting consistently for a little bit, and uh, I'm thinking yeah. that it hit the wrong end. It's, impo- it's impossible to know if that's because we're high or just something that's happening here in the SEC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Let, let, let's 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 leave. I don't like the way that that. Oh God, it's it got out, guys. The dummy's at the end of the hall and it's staring at us. Yeah, nope. We gotta go. Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinara, and this podcast is part of CreativeHorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at CreativeHorror.com. <laughs>